I do a two hour brand strategy session and I can guarantee the last half an hour is when I'll get the little golden nuggets from them. <laughs> because it takes people that long to go, oh yeah, this is what we do, this is what we want to achieve, or we want to be here in five years, we want to be doing this in three years, oh, and we want to sell in 10. Welcome back. This week we are talking, as you just saw, to Laura from Laura and Design. We've known Laura a few years now and it was a blimmin' privilege talking to her when we spoke to her. And as you can hear, she's all about the kids, the family, and the adventures. And the key part of that for us was business on your terms. It's something we feel very strongly about. If you want to know more about Laura, do head down into the description. All of her links and the fab blog she wrote for us as a guest blog is in there for you to have a look at. And finally, welcome back. Please do like, comment and subscribe. It will mean a lot to us. And if you fancied sharing this video with some people in your small business world, we would love that a lot and we would Basically, I think you'd be my new favorite person today. Okay, without further ado, let's get going. Thank you. Right, Laura, thank you so much for joining us. Truly, truly appreciate it. But we have to start at the beginning with always. We have to start with what are you trying to achieve? Because that's this is the podcast for regular people achieving remarkable things. So that's where we're going to start. What are you trying to achieve? For me, it is comfortable lifestyle for my children and for my family. That is the whole goal for us. Um, ideally, would love to be a digital nomad, um, but obviously children in school kind of puts the kibosh on that for a little while, but we're going to do as much traveling as humanly possible. So working on my business actually helps us achieve that. So we'll be able to work and play at the same time is the plan for life. I love it. Have you always had it in your sights to be a digital nomad? No, no. It didn't exist, did it? It did. It did. It ex when did it start about? Actually, fifteen years ago. Do we reckon it was a thing? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, probably. No, I never really wanted to travel. Never until I met my husband, who has travelled extensively, and we call him Phileas Fogg. There's not <laughs> nice. a film we can watch that he hasn't been to that scene or that place. Um, but no, I never really wanted to travel. Um, never even crossed my mind. Um, always wanted to be a graphic designer so I went through art college um university wanting to be a designer graphic designer there was never another job for me um but didn't realize that actually you could travel with it I just presumed I'd be in an agency and stuck in an agency working away with all these amazing brands but no um it was him it was him and his travel bug um petrified the first time we went backpacking um you, around Australia you, you took the kids, didn't you? And you, kids, they, yeah, they were three, very young. Three and five, six. Yeah, wow. they were wow. yeah, really young. Um, and I was petrified. So I just thought, oh, what's going to happen? But, you know, you get used to it and you love it and you live out of a backpack and, you, you know, you've got your phone and nothing bad's going to happen because you can just keep rolling with it. So the fact that I can work and travel is just phenomenal. Now, you said something in, in, in a few seconds ago about being stuck in an agency. Um, have you ever worked for any larger organisations? Yeah, so I did the whole out of university with all my mates, travelled down to London to go and work and ended up working for Terence Conran in London, which was phenomenal because I worked for Procter & Gamble. So I did all the big, you know, Hugo Bosses and all the Max Factor launches and things like that, which was brilliant. Um, 
but just London life just did not suit me. So <laughs> back up to the Midlands uh, a few years later and then just worked for some agencies local and some marketing agencies um, up in Solihull and yeah, just stayed doing that. But then obviously children came along and it really puts your mind and your life into a different route. And it was like, hold on, this isn't the life for me. This isn't what I want for my family. So um, yeah, luckily Hubby was on board and I was able to take the jump to go freelance and to build, start building my business. So it's been a, yeah, a roller coaster as entrepreneurship yeah. is. No, I, I think I, I, I always feel the entrepreneurship roller coaster is massive. I was going to say, I don't want to, you know, I don't like saying the wrong word, but I was going to say underestimate. I think unless you go through it, I don't think you can truly comprehend what the entrepreneur roller coaster is actually like. And um, can we, uh, the, the, one of the bits that fascinates me is the switch from kind of employed to self-employed, you know, whether you're running your own business or solopreneur freelancer. Do you think that was 100% driven by being being a parent and the children or do you think it would have happened anyway at some point because perhaps that was in you I'd always got a bit of a side hustle going whenever I worked for anyone else you know what it's like somebody says oh can you just design something for me or I've got this coming up do you fancy doing oh I need a logo I was always that go-to person with my friends and family so I'd always got a side hustle going I'd always got extra work on um, so I was hoping at some point I'd make the jump, but the having the children, maternity leave, being at home kind of, and to be honest, childcare was just going to be a nightmare for us. Um, so that really pushed us how expensive childcare was, how the fact that I wasn't going to be able to be there for pickup, that wasn't the lifestyle I wanted. So I didn't realise how many hats you have to wear to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> I was really naive in that <laughs> and didn't realise that actually you needed to know a hell of a lot more about sales. You know, you need to know about marketing a lot more. You need to know about bookkeeping. You need to be your own IT expert. Absolutely. All things like that that you needed to pick. I used to pick up the phone and just call someone and say, can you sort that? Oh, can you get that invoice? Oh, those are the days. Those are the days. Send an email and something may happen, hopefully, you know, yeah. and it would be fixed. But now it, it's our problem, isn't it? It's always our problem. Oh, so. yeah. The last book sits with you and so does the first one. And um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's quite quite a learning curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't say I've got it right all the time. And even now, you know, you still have to juggle a lot and learn a lot. So but it's great that, you know, the internet is here, that, you know, there's nothing you can't Google. You know, it's I literally, I say to my husband, I've built my business out of Google because everything is just Googled. Um, and you learn as you go and you grow as you go and you meet other entrepreneurs like you guys that help Hello. and teach and you grow um, each time. So, yeah, and, it, and it's learning that value that actually you're worth a bit more each time you're learning these lessons. So Oh, I like that, yeah. Yeah, because... You know, marketing and budgeting and putting a cost across is really difficult because designers can go from Fiverr, which is £5 for a logo, to like thousands, £10,000 for a logo. And it's finding that price that you're happy with. It's have, quite difficult. Have you seen that meme that it's like the Fiverr designed logo, the cheap logo, the full price logo. And it's like a child's drawing through to half a child's drawing to like a beautiful horse or something like that. 
Do you subscribe to that? I mean, I'm curious now because I think some of the quality coming out of Fiverr is actually okay. We 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 know uh, peers in this business world who started on Fiverr. So by definition, we we like the experts in the kind of small business world around us. But but there must be some quality on Fiverr. So I'm not really picking on the meme. I'm just curious. As I guess this is actually more a question about pricing. If I'm honest, Laura, it's nothing to do with that. Um, but you know, everyone DIYs. Everyone DIYs everything to start with because you've yeah. got to. You've got no budget you've got no choice in it have you as a, an entrepreneur everything has got to be DIY to start with and it's then where do you start leveling up um it's like I say to a lot of my clients branding it's stepping stones you can't go and totally throw a new brand or have a completely polished business to start with it's all stepping stones you improve you know you make a mistake you learn from it you move on to the next stone and you keep going with stepping stones and that is i think that's the entrepreneurship life and you need to realize that everyone makes mistakes and as soon as you're ready to fail you'll move forward quicker yeah as soon as you're ready to fail mark that emily as a short (laughs) short right there so laura when you uh eventually did go self-employed did you go straight into vows design into the wedding industry yes yeah yeah Um, straight in what made you go for that particular industry? Um, everyone I knew was getting married. <laughs> and I love a wedding. I've always loved a wedding. Even now I work with a lot of wedding entrepreneurs because I just love the industry. I just think it's it's such a happy industry. Um, and um, there's really no one that's miserable in it because everyone loves what they do. Weddings are happy days. Laura, so. I'm going to have to stop you. We spent a decade in the wedding. And <laughs> not everyone's happy. There's, there's a very small percentage. You know, oh, just that everyone is lovely. And Actually, just, it is nice. Yeah, it's just nice things, isn't it? So, yeah, being being that way inclined and loving a wedding, that it was instant for me to be able to fall into that industry and stuff. And, uh, and yeah, knew a lot of people that I could work with. So yeah, it was great. It was really good fun. But obviously, branding always called for me. I'd always Mm. been a brander um, in a lot of the industry that I've worked in. So branding has always been there for me. And it actually got told by a boss, probably about 15 years ago, you need to go into brand design, forget everything else. And I ignored her. (laughs) And I'm really bad that I ignored her. But I wish I hadn't, because now I get to combine like, two passions I work with a lot of it wedding industry people so that's you know ticked and done but also I get to do branding which I get to work with loads of really cool industries um entrepreneurs small businesses and um yeah it's a lot of fun because you get to help people reach their goals mm, we so, like that we're fans of that we love that bit of my business and, yeah. and and hearing their goals like I've had a client this week and I was just like oh that's their goal oh, they want to hit this and it's like my husband just laughs because he's just like, you're invested in them already, aren't you? Yeah. But that's the conversation we had. Can I just interject very, very quickly? Yeah, please do. Is it possible to say, like, that's my goal without thinking of Shane Ward? Is that just that's me? That's my goal. That's my goal. Anyway, proper question. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, that's it, it, my goal. It was the bit of the conversation we had before we press record on this. It was the fact that both of us, with our individual businesses, that's what makes us tick is we love the digital circus because of this this vast variety of people within there and it isn't until we have these kind of interviews that we get those little bits of nugget little golden nuggets of like oh wow I never knew that about you and then you expand and people are so I think people are so 
scared to shout about what their goals are sometimes do you ever get that it's like actually you know we might have aspirations to be a digital nomad we might have aspirations to be a seven-figure business we might have aspirations to have multiple product like whatever they are but we are, we're so british some of, some of the time you know we want to come no i'm staying but the conversations we have and like getting to the crux of those goals that's really exciting and i love mm. hearing those bits I, I think hollywood's got its part in all of this as well insert kind of general media that like running a business Business is getting investors and kind of you know turning over seven figures by year three and things like that when the reality is like in the world we live in and you know with the digital circus community and outside in the wider yellow tuxedo world is there's a lot of businesses who just want to make a bit of money to go on holiday <laughs> you know go on holiday a bit more and, and that's kind of your motivation isn't it it's like and that's actually, fine you don't yeah, have yeah, to yeah, hit absolutely. six figures that six figure yeah. thing i think is terrible because would be nice, that might though. not be your goal that might you know and you're meant to feel bad that that's not your goal your goal could simply be I want to pay to go to Disney with my kids absolutely you know and that's fine but I do a two-hour brand strategy session and I can guarantee the last half an hour is when I'll get the little golden nuggets from them <laughs> because it takes people that long to go oh yeah this is what we do this is what we want to achieve or we want to be here in five years we want to be doing this in three years oh and we want to sell in ten yeah. yeah and it's yeah. always the last half an hour that I find out the truth of what actually they want to achieve or they yeah. want to hit or you know we want to we want to be promoting we want to be at the next movie premiere we want to be the the guys that are planning that or you know and it's just it's just like why are we ashamed to admit mm. that we're not where we want to be yeah also sometimes the goal that we think we have isn't necessarily what we want in the first place and we know a amazing brand photographer who uh she, she, her goal was to get to six figures and she hit six figures in the space of 12 months she she vastly changed her offering she was doing a lot more coaching as well as brand photography and every wedding under the sun and she was busy as and she got to six figures and she went I don't want to be at six figures. Well, it's on, far on too model, difficult, on actually, that on that model. particular model. Yeah. Yes, it's very nice. But actually, we think like, that thresholds and we have uh, different financial issues to deal with. And actually, the amount of time invested to get her to that six-figure salary meant actually the lifestyle balance was completely off kill. And then you know, she then had realized that she wasn't seeing her friends, her family, spending time sleeping. And we all know in this room that we like to sleep. Whoa, <laughs> not me. And it's actually what what is the the lifestyle goal I suppose you're trying to achieve and that could be yeah, the whole um, exit strategy to the business or it could be the I want to be on a train to Italy or whatever that is that's more exciting because you can work out that path of how you achieve that not necessarily putting a, a figure on it to be that's my success it doesn't always have to be a financial figure actually that's one of the things we we know and love about you Laura and it was a conversation with you that got us kind of going away for the summer mm. holidays is that your Damn business you. <laughs> in the entire entirety of your business is built up to you taking the school holidays off to go away isn't it like yeah how, and and is that is that driver and this is a stupid question but is that driver just adventure you know when when did you realize like that it's not about work it is about the adventure and and actually I'm going to be and how are your clients people may be wondering how are your clients knowing that actually for six weeks you're going to disappear and be on minimal kind of interaction to be honest they're really open with it I'm, I'm all I'm honest with it it's on social media I'm always open about the fact that I will not be here for the six weeks holidays end of you know someone said what is that saying you only have your children for like 17 summers mm. and I'm like I'm not wasting one of them I am 
I am here for it, you know, and I'm going to live and, and spend time with them and make memories with them because soon they'll be gone and, uh, you know, off on their own journeys. So I um, I make sure they know as soon as they get in contact with me and it might possibly touch that time that I'm away, that I'm honest with them straight away. Um, so I build it into my time frame with them. Um, I try and get like a break, so finish a project before the six weeks. But it has happened before where I've delivered the, half the identity and maybe then delivered like the consumables or the packaging design after the six weeks. Um, so I'm open to, you know, splitting a project if that's what they want. Um, but most of them get it. Most of them get it, you know. Um, most of them say, well, if I could do it, I'd do it. And <laughs> it's figuring out what what actually do you want from your life? You know, we're here. Yes, we work. But are you, does that work to live or live to work? Mm. And, and mm. figuring out, you know, what are you actually going to be happy with when you look back? Are you going to think, I wish I worked less and spent time with my kids more or... Are you going to think, actually, I spent a load of time with my kids. Now's the time that I'm going to ramp my business up. Absolutely. Because you can be an entrepreneur for the rest of your life. But like I say, the kids aren't going to want to go away. And now, One of our non-negotiables was when we started business. We've been together in business for 11 years now. Um, six of those years have been in, on the school run. Alan has been present and myself have been present on the school run for every single yeah, school run and we'd thought about it from the time that we were in our you know our old employed life was that actually that that was a that was a compromise sometimes Alan would be in the car at 4am on, on the way to Staffordshire 4am or some of your earlier ones <laughs> not quite you know, that you'd be, you'd be out, out I wouldn't and, have taken that job <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't be on that journey and that experience of being at the school plays and the fact that you know we do have uh, children who have illnesses in our household so we are often on the phone to the school going can you pick up uh, Lydia Rose or xyz and it's like if we were employed yeah, we hadn't planned for that part we, we hadn't planned for that but we have that flexibility to be there and to be present and to be able to do that and not rely on grandparents all the time to be the ones to step into that role and that was really important for us same thing for you and like the, the, I love that 17 summers such a small you, number you, you isn't know what it? it was for me I, I remember I mean absolutely everything everything Emily said but I remember a friend having their child not long before our firstborn was due and after two weeks kind of paternity leave they went back to work and kind of saw them you know the Monday night after their first day back or whatever and it was like you're still trying to work out what to do with your kid. How have, how have you gone back to work? And then it was just that, that's, you know, it might be right for people and it's right for loads of people. It wasn't right for me, mm -hmm. you know. And then uh, with the school run as well, I was like, I want to be it. I want to walk through the park. We love it and everything else. Don't get me yeah. wrong. The other side of that is I worked Saturday and Sunday this this um, weekend. I've worked Saturday and Sunday. Um, I've worked like long days, both days. And I have to do the odd Sunday where I work. Um, but husband's home. He takes the kids. So they're with a parent. Um, and sometimes I have to work late at night. You know, I can be shut in the computer at midnight, one o'clock in the morning. But then I'm sure a lot of employed people do that as well. Yeah. Um, but the yeah some summer is non-negotiable you know we uh we pack up shop and we go and have Amazing. an adventure so tell us about what your newest adventure is going to be yeah i'm researching italy nice interrailing italy just yeah it just looks phenomenal so um italy is on our hit list we've got such a big list of places we want to go um 
children love history so anywhere that's historical is going to be a hit with them we loved Italy when we went didn't we we've been a couple of times together oh no once together you've been a couple of times without me with the boys i've been four times i've got a feeling but it is one of those we we went pre-kids in alan's geek squad mini It was a mini though, so it was a I worked for a company called Geek Squad um, and I had and we, a mini. And we yeah. drove to uh, Lake Como from, from Dover and um, then did uh, Pisa and all around that. And it was just fab. And like, it's, it's, it is the history around it. It's just stunning and a lovely culture, lovely food, lovely people. And you'll have an amazing time. Now, one of the other things I love about you, Laura, is because we do ha- both have this love of travel amongst the three of us. And we both watched uh, Race Across the World. <laughs> I I think what I really appreciate with that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If we're talking about race across the world, what are we about to tell Laura? Oh, so we were walking down story time. Uh, You have to write context. It's July. Okay. We're recording this in July. You're listening to this probably mid September. Okay. Whether you liked or loathed the last series of Race Across the World. Liked. Who uh, would have loathed it? We loved it because it was Canada and it it just looks beautiful. Uh, One of the teams, uh, Claudia and Kevin, are from Southampton and we're from Southampton and we're doing the school run we're driving home the other day and Alan goes that's Kevin so we drove past Kevin did a U-turn opened up the window <laughs> Kevin Laura! yeah I shouted Kevin good job mate and he waved back and I had I no idea him. why this random man in the yellow t-shirt and, was waving and then, it. <laughs> sorry it does get it gets worse before it gets better and and then it was like we should stop and take a selfie I'm like you know obviously not a celebrity but it's like it's Kevin off a race across the world right and then we had this big argument in the car two of the kids were like no dad that's so embarrassing and Emily was <laughs> like no stop in the pet and our youngest joseph who is the more kind of like gregarious gregarious that would be doof today lydia rose used to be the more, more gregarious until joseph came along and <laughs> and he's like yeah let's do it and he's only five bless him and uh but the reason i kept driving is i didn't want to upset the other two and there was no space in the petrol station and there wasn't a lot of parking but now, now gutter absolutely gutted we didn't get a, a selfie of kevin from race across the world who 99 percent will be going who in a Scott Mills way, you know. So. But I love the idea of backpacking or getting an RV and going across Canada as well. That looked like an epic, epic trip. Yes, it does. Right, Laura, other questions then, as this is about you, not about us seeing Kevin in Bond. <laughs> um, um, so you've got 17, 18 summers with the kids. You've got a business built up around going away at the summer holidays and the holidays. And you've got clients who are on board with that, which is just brilliant. Um what are you going to do after? What are you going to do after the 18 summers with the kids? What's, do, do you go all in on the business? Going Don't... all in. Right, yeah. Okay. yeah, going all in. I am yeah, completely up for it, just going and taking and gone. And to be honest, the kids are desperate to come with us. They're just like, are you not leaving us? I'm like, yeah, we are. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. Already, you know, things, silly things like already going about the house. I'm like... Right, we need to minimalize. I'm minimalized anyway, but we need to, you know, make sure that, you know, we can rent this out. It can be an Airbnb, it could be rented, and yeah, just already slightly putting plans in place that we can then just go. I love the dedication yeah. and the organization there. I know, you're much better than us. We're like, we deal directly with what's in front of us, you know, so it's like, but um, I, I love that. I, and in some respects, that's kind of that next step achievement isn't it i'm achieving this then i'm going to achieve that and uh, you know and is retirement a word in your head or is like no. what's the point you know what's the point 
Why? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love I love what I do. I love dealing with my clients. I love, you know, um, styles change. Um, it's always evolving, like branding, logos. It's always evolving. Um, so why would I want to stop? Because that is just so much fun. And surely as I'm traveling, I'm going to get, you know, creative influences from all over the world. Just keep going. Just, I don't you know- see the point in stopping. Laura, we've asked this question three times and the same answers come out of every single mouth. It's like, no, what's the point? And I think that is what sets an entrepreneur apart from the rest of the pack as well. It's that you choose the life that you want. You've built a life that you want. You're passionate about the business you've created. You're passionate about what you're setting up in place. Why would you stop that? Because society tells you at 65, 66, or by the time we retire, 79 probably. But you know, <laughs> why would you stop doing what you love? Absolutely. And I, I, and I love that as a, you know, why? I, I love it. Let's go. Let's go all in. Brilliant. But that does not show how amazing entrepreneurship is, is yeah. that people, you know, you find what you love, you do it, and why stop it? Why give it up? You know, yeah, I might probably slow down. Mm. A few um, more holidays. A few more, well, constantly holiday. Constantly holiday, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, I love watching these van life people that are like, you know, got no ties and they're already off doing it. And it's like, wow, you know. We- we, we, so I, I mean, you know this, but I always think so. We we got to a position where we were able to be digital nomads. So in, uh, we'd had our bell tent company beforehand for nearly a decade. That had kind of closed, and we'd moved stuff aside, and we were doing yellow tuxedo. And then we chatted to you. It was two Octobers ago, I believe, and you you basically said, "Oh, you're digital nomads now. You can go and work anywhere," which I was alluding to a minute ago. And we were like, "Yeah, that's fantastic." And then remembered our kids go to school, you know, and, and really, I mean, we love the kids. Half of our business reasoning is about the kids. But actually, school is a real pants thing. And I was looking at um, Airbnbs. I think it was a for the month of February in Croatia for a ridiculously cheap price, you know. And I'm like, Emily, we could go to Cro-. And no, we can't go to Croatia for the month of February. The kids need to go to school every day. The cam and the routine, though. Yes, that's true. Do you consider homeschooling? We do often. All right, Laura, don't open that can of worms. We do. We often we often consider homeschooling, and uh, for various reasons. uh, But ultimately, we want to give the kids the lifestyle. We want to we want to have a whole rounded experience with them and to be able to deliver the adventures and the excitement stuff as well as the the nurturing and the love. Uh, We need to make a wage, (laughs) and I think at some point you drop the ball, don't you? And and whether you believe in the traditional education system or not, and that's a whole different podcast. It would be for hours, really. (laughs) But, you know, there are other skills that we can give them, but they do need to know how to write and to read and to do their maths. Yeah, but they would learn that with us. I I think there are some things I'm okay with from school in amongst the vast majority I'm not but uh kind of yeah, yeah I mean I, I was laughing we had a school meeting yesterday actually and uh Lydia Rose's teacher was talking about long multiplication I was like I don't know the last time and I'm sure there are jobs out there and we've we've proven it that there are people who are a bit more scientific than us but when did I last use long multiplication? I, I, I did smile when the teacher was I, saying she's, she's not quite got her head around that. And I'm like, you're talking to the wrong parents. I pick we up my iPhone, I press care. the calculator button and I hope that I get the result. That's what I do. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't always agree with it. But again, like I said, that's a whole different podcast for another We've day. We've just had a similar conversation about learning French. <laughs> Why do I need to learn French when Google Translate does it for me? And he says, Mom, when I'm older, you'll just have a mic and it will tell it for you. And so you just say it and it will just say it for you. So why do I need to know French? 
literally, isn't it? Kids speak Spence. Speak How, however, sense. like with your, all the traveling you're doing, surely French should be quite handy. Uh, my husband always says Portuguese. Wow, Spanish Portuguese. I think that is. But it was funny going back to Italy. The first time we went to Italy, like we'd driven kind of through France and places like that, because Emily speaks a little bit of French. I speak a little bit of Spanish just from our, you know, our youth. And then uh, we arrived in Italy and realized, other than ciao, we didn't know a <laughs> single word. And it was like you have this kind of part of kind of, you know, the main part of Europe, us as Brits are brought up with, you know, France, Spain, Spain Italy, Germany, and Holland, you know, the Netherlands. And then all of a sudden we got this like, yeah, no, we, we don't know a single word other than ciao. And uh, so, yeah. Quite. Bella. Bella. Well, there we, we learned ciao, Bella. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Laura. Final question. Final question. Final question. So thank you and all that jazz. But the final question is, so if you can go back to your younger self and you could visit them, mm-hmm. you know, and whether this be good, bad, indifferent what would you say to him? You know, give an arm around the shoulder for a walk in the car park. What would you say to your younger self? Walk in the oh. car park? Oh, in, sorry. In my retail days, they got called car park chats. <laughs> is when you wanted an off the record <laughs> chat. Car park chat was brilliant. Yeah. Was it not a smoking hut chat? Isn't, isn't it everyone used to go to the smoking hut? No, because there were other people in the smoking hut. Ah, you went okay. in the car park so no one else could overhear what you were saying, okay. apparently. Anyhow. Um, anyway, If I could say anything. Right, do it scared. I have put off so many things because, as you know, I, I do not like – I'm a bit of introvert and hated anything to do with it. And I needed to have got over that a lot quicker and a lot sooner because my business would have got better quicker if I'd just done it anyway and done it scared. Because I'm trying to teach that into my children now because I feel that they need to know that actually being frightened isn't a bad thing. Being scared to put yourself out there isn't a bad thing. You know, um, and so, yeah, you've got to just go for it. And who cares if you mess up, it, you'll learn and you'll move on. Um, so, yeah, I used to, oh, so even now, I still worry about what my college and university friends think. Oh, just not to move. What my college and university <laughs> things, friends think. Like, I'm 44 years of age. Why the heck am I worried about what my university friends think of me? I don't even stay in touch with most of them. <laughs> But, you, you know, oh, I can't put a design up because the other designers that I know are going to think I'm terrible and that's a terrible design. Well, who cares? Who cares? You know, and what if I'm still earning money? I've still got a business going. Does it matter? Absolutely. Um, there's so, there's yeah. so much in what you've just said, Laura. Like, uh, so much. I mean, I don't, I don't think we want to unpick it because that's not what this is about. But there is so much in what you've just said. It's unbelievable. So, um, but yeah, yeah. So if I could, if I could go back, you know, twenty years, even ten years, I, I would just say, come on, get on with it. You could just put it out there and just do it because you know, kind of feel like you miss the boat sometimes because I've stood back too much, too long. Laura, yeah. you're so wise. So wise. So yeah. wise. And for us 1978 kids are the best, aren't we? So 78, I know. How old does that sound, right? And <laughs> on, 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 on that 70s reference bombshell, a huge thank you, Laura. Thank for you very along. much, Laura. You're very welcome. Thank you to you guys, because you guys have really pushed me forward. You've really helped me. No, but you have. You really, and you know you have, because I keep telling you, but you have, like everything, like the actual digital circus. I've made so many good friends through that group and that connection like you know I've been co-working with people um you know from that group which has been great and yeah just you know supporting each other little messages from everybody shouting you know how you doing how's things going 
you know and um, yeah it's just been such a great like community that you've created oh, cheers oh, Laura thank you we love you Laura yeah, thank you very much thank for you. talking to us and we will see you all next time on the Digital Circus Live yeah